Okay. So today, friends, we are reading from the Marvel 5-Minute Avengers Story. We're reading the fourth story in the book, which is called Practice Makes Perfect. And it's written by Ari Kaplan, illustrated by Andrea DeVito and Rachel Rosenberg. And it is read today by Mommy and... Oh, I don't think anybody can hear you. You have to say it louder. That's just kind of smacking your lips together, so I don't think anybody will understand that. And that, unless that's your name. Is your name? Now, what is your name then? It's a clue. I mean... Is this a mystery? Yeah. <gasps> it's a mystery. Oh! friends it's a mystery today's story was read to you by mommy and a mystery and your first clue is the sound of lips going and the sound and the sound of ratchet's new ranger gun oh there's also some explosion sounds um this is very, very exciting. Should we put a pause button on the mystery and read the story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, are you ready? At the end of the story? Okay. Are you ready? Here we go. Practice makes perfect. Tony Stark was constantly inventing new types of Iron Man armor. Before breakfast, Tony might tinker with a suit that could withstand freezing temperatures. After lunch, he might perfect a suit that could move underwater. In his spare time, he might even doodle an idea for a suit that could go into outer space. He was like a kid with the coolest toy model kit money could buy. But... Tony's latest suit could do something the others couldn't. Snap itself together at his command. He stared at a dismantled suit on a nearby table and yelled, Send me the arm! Instantly, a piece of suit flew over and attached itself to Tony's hand and arm. Now send the rest, he commanded. Other parts whizzed towards Tony, covering him piece by piece. The voice-activated suit had attached itself to Tony in 15 seconds flat. Not bad, he said with a satisfied nod. He'd been testing the suit's speed. Just then... Crimson Dynamo smashed through the window of Tony's lab. Crimson Dynamo also had a suit of armor, but he used his to commit crimes. The only thing that ever stood in the villain's way was Iron Man. Dynamo had just broken out of jail. Now he would have his revenge on the man who put him there in the first place. You must pay, Tony Stark, the supervillain demanded. Sure, Tony began. Cash or credit card? 
Annoyed at Tony's joke, Crimson Dynamo lunged forward. Oh, not today, but soon. The evil villain snickered to himself. Iron Man didn't waste any time. He immediately beat back the metal monolith with his gauntlets. So, um, do you understand what that means? Well, yeah, uh, yes, he's he's definitely punching him, um, and the metal monolith. Do you know what that means? Uh, it means that this is a very big, heavy structure. Well, person, and he's made out of metal, and he's not going to be easy to move. Okay. It looked like Iron Man would stand triumphant, but Tony Stark wasn't the only one who'd given his costume an upgrade. Like Tony, Crimson Dynamo was also a brilliant inventor. He had built in a new feature to his electronically powered suit. With the push of a blue button, he sent all his electrical current outward into Tony's suit. Completely overloaded, Iron Man's metal shell short-circuited. As Tony's suit began to shut down, Crimson Dynamo hurled Iron Man into a wall. Uh, I don't understand, Tony said to his computer assistant, Jarvis. How, how is Crimson Dynamo able to do that with just the push of a button? Your suit can't handle that much power all at once, Jarvis responded. Just before the suit turned off completely, Tony fired a weak repulsor blast at the Crimson Dynamo, but he was unable to stop the villain. Crimson Dynamo left, cackling. After Tony got back on his feet, he realized that Crimson Dynamo had done something before departing. He'd copied a computer file that contained some of Tony's blueprints. Great, Tony told Jarvis. Now he knows about all of my recent inventions, including how to make voice-activated armor. Tony told his, his friend Rhodey that he was disappointed in himself. I spent so long working on that voice-activated suit, he explained. Then it just got shorted out in an instant. I'm so upset. What do you do when you're upset? Rhodey asked. I tinker. Tony answered. So tinker, build an even better suit. What do you do when you're upset? I build something better from before out of Legos. That's a good way to do it. I like, like your... Like the other one was. Mm-hmm. Because I always build out of Legos. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just like Tony. And that's just what Tony did. He worked tirelessly day and night, building the best suit possible. This outfit wouldn't be overloaded so easily because it would have double the power supply of his previous costume. He also gave his new suit the ability to control other electronic devices. Crimson Dynamo had stolen the plans on Tony's computer, but he hadn't stolen Tony's newest plan, because it wasn't on his computer yet. It existed only in his head. Just as Tony was putting the finishing touches on his new suit, his friend Pepper 
entered. She told him that Crimson Dynamo had just committed a robbery. Then, when the police had captured him, he'd taken off his armor. The vile villain had simply yelled, Send me the suit! And the suit had rebuilt itself all over his body. It was voice-activated armor! Dynamo had used the ideas he'd stolen from Tony's computer. Tony decided it was time to take his new suit out for a test drive. Just as Crimson Dynamo was about to rob another bank, Iron Man flew into view and blocked his path. Once again, Crimson Dynamo tapped the blue button and once again, electrical current filled Tony's suit. But this time, Iron Man's metal shell didn't fall short. In fact, he kept charging towards the Red Rogue. How can this be? Crimson Dynamo screamed, confused. Let's just say you're not the only one who gave your suit a makeover, Tony replied. Now the tables were turned. Each time the Crimson Dynamo tried to short out Tony's suit, the Iron Man armor became stronger and stronger. His armor became more filled with energy. Just as the Scarlet Scoundrel was nervously trying to figure out a way to defeat Iron Man, the the armored Avenger appeared before him and blasted the villain with his chest unibeam. Do you know what a Scarlet Scoundrel is? So, scarlet is a color, and it's it's in the red family. It kind of looks like a, it's kind of a yellow or mm, orangey red, red color. Okay, and a scoundrel is a person who's um, not nice, a person who gets up to mischief and trouble. So that they're definitely talking about this bad guy here, the Crimson Dynamo. Okay. The Crimson Dynamo tried to get back up, but he found that he couldn't control his own suit. It it wouldn't even move. I'm telling your costume to stay put, Tony explained. My new outfit can control any electronic device, even yours. Did I forget to mention that? Smarty. After the police took the Crimson Dynamo into custody, Tony got right back to work building an even better type of Iron Man suit. As he fiddled with a middle glove, he told Jarvis, I really learned a lot today. You really get something right the first time. You rarely get something right the first time you try it. And just then, he accidentally activated the glove's repulsor ray and blasted a hole through the lab wall. You don't say... Jarvis replied. And that is the end. And boy, what an awesome story that was.